0: Brewing a beer it's kinda like an instrument to get people together, you know? Like it's good because you can talk, you can laugh. That's what we love about having a bar. Like people showing, get together, partying, laughing, you know, and they got a great smile when they laugh.
1: Welcome to the Craft Beer, Travel and Adventure Podcast with Living a Stout Life. This is where we sit down with creative thinkers, on-the-road adventurers and craft beer lovers. Your host Ken and April, live, work, and travel in a 24-foot RV in search of inspiring stories around a great beer. If you want good beer, you brew it yourself.
2: Or you buy it from somebody who makes good beer. That's
1: true. But also, though, if you are in Baja, sometimes there's a limited amount of good beer, so when you... True live there or move there and you want good beer then you brew it yourself and you open a brewery that sounds like a kind of a typical kind of story anywhere yeah a little bit <laughs> yeah but i think it's a little bit more um true i guess in baja because there is limited amount of craft beer because they're you know oh yeah there's still a, a much more limited amount there's still a lot of space for craft okay. breweries there and it's still growing so basically yeah. if you want good beer And you can't find it. You brew it yourself and you open a brewery.
2: Yeah, and I think that's, you know, partially it's just, it's like anywhere else, you know, craft beer evolved into a market at some point. And there's always the the people that are used to regular old traditional mass market beers. And the same thing holds true in Baja, you know, people here are learning about craft beer and getting into the craft beer mindset. After having always drank you know Tecate or Dos Equis or the traditional mass market beers down here, just like we had a we have the same thing in the United States, and true, you know and now people down here are learning about craft beer, and it just takes time to build true. up that that whole atmosphere and that whole culture i guess
1: so now, for our listeners, you get to learn about craft beer in Baja. Baha. Wow. Yeah. And you know what? Very similar I mean, really it's a very similar industry no matter what country you're in, I think. Because mm-hmm. even here it's interesting to find out that, um, Michelle from Black Marlin, he has like three or four different jobs. And <laughs> yeah. like it's crazy. And very different interests. I liked one thing that he said too. He was talking about how he's like, I know fitness and I know cars. So why not open a brewery and a restaurant? <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: but, yeah, why not?
1: <laughs> but your passions turn into something, and I think that's like a true entrepreneurial style, and that's what all of these guys have. So we mm. have um, Vivian and Michelle from Black Marlin Brewing, and then we also have Iram from um, Pacific Brew in La Paz. And I think they have pretty cool stories. <laughs> it was fun to talk to all of them. Yeah, yeah, I
2: think it was cool to have them both all together because they they basically kind of started together mm-hmm. on the craft beer scene down here and it all kind of emerged from one place and then they've kind of blossomed from that to starting the actual brew scene yeah. you know which so is it's... kind of cool it's kind of cool to see it like take off and i don't know i always marvel at that and you're probably tired of hearing me say that but,
1: <laughs> but it's cool because they they talk um a lot about like their and passions and how they come how they got into brewing and but it's also more like the story about how they get ingredients to Baja because it is very different and it's interesting how they do all that and I think it's one of their comments was like for the hop narcos so they get the hops <laughs> and everybody wants the hops from them but I thought that was kind of funny but it's interesting
2: yeah because it is you know Baja is a pretty special place not just from the standpoint of it's a cool place to go visit and check out for, as far as um, being a foreigner coming down here, but it's also a challenging place as far as um, getting any kind of product here, you know?
1: It's time to let them tell their stories. But before we go, I can tell you one thing that is not difficult, is building community on the road when you sign up for Camp Carpe Diem. And that is a community of travelers getting together you know around a campfire having community dinners connecting drinking some craft beer enjoying mountain biking photography hiking chill out zone because this camp carpe diem is presented by hammock universe and we're excited to host that this year in hot springs arkansas may 16th through the 20th so make sure you guys get online to check it out and buy some tickets now we're looking forward to a great community dot com. it's time to get to the actual breweries
2: so here we go black marlin and pacific brew <laughs> welcome to
1: the craft beer travel adventure podcast this is take two but you guys aren't going to hear take one but we are here <laughs> in la paz baja california Sua. i'm so excited to be here and we're here with michelle and vivian from black marlin brewing company and Hiram from pacific brew so welcome you guys thank you thank you, so, thank, you. Thank, you. thank you guys for, for having us pacific in the top it. yeah, yeah. We're,
3: thank you uh, thank i think i kind enough to lend us this space
1: you know, tell us a little bit more about let's start with I, I'm good at pointing on the podcast, and like people can't see me pointing. Yeah, can't see you right. pointing. So let's start out. with Michelle from Black Marlin, and maybe tell us a little bit about you and your story, and where the passion for came from.
3: Well, the the, the passion. Well, first, uh, so I was born here. I was uh, born here in, in Baja Sur, and uh, like five, six years old, moved stateside.
1: You were born in La Paz.
3: Uh, i in, in Cabo. In Cabo. Cabo, Cabo okay. San Lucas. Uh, but I lived here as a, as a little boy moved to, to Southern California when I was about almost six years old and I spent some time there and then uh, my parents came back here in 2008 so my, my mom's Mexican, and my dad's American and um, they decided to come back and that was like a sort of a like a crossroads for me It was like hey well you can stay up stay up and you're on your own here or you can come with us back, back, to, back to Mexico so I decided to stay and then, um, just live my life by myself for a little while and then kinda of sort of how I started getting involved in beer and drinking beer with buddies and stuff and going through the whole the whole process. Um, but my my interest in brewing beer didn't really come about until I was actually living here, which is when I moved in twenty sixteen. So in twenty sixteen I had already been visiting a few years. I met him at, at this uh this small uh, bottle shop just around the corner here up the hill and around the corner.
1: met So you're pointing
3: to I met him. I met so him oh, yeah. like me. me, me <laughs> there point and a couple on. of the other other guys and that are now in the brewing community and and uh, good friends. And uh, and I had started Black Marlin as a cold brew coffee company. Oh, right. Okay. So I started bottling and, and selling cold brew coffee. And then so he was like, hey man, have you ever made beer? And I was like, no, nah, I've never tried. And so he showed me how to make beer. We figured out all the stuff that we needed. And, and we made our, our first little you know, home brew batch in 20 gallon, or 20, 20 liter, five gallon batch. Remember the oh, plastic yeah. fermenter, dude? Uh, yeah, we had a plastic. Oh, yeah. uh, that was the first one, yeah, yeah, the yeah. plastic fermenter. Yeah, that, that actually was our, our first. <laughs> yeah, it was in May. It's our first um, <laughs> brewing <laughs> experience because he had made beer with, an, with another brewer here. Okay. Um, it's also his name is Mike. With wine. Mike. No, I, well, I, yeah, the first guy who okay, told me everything
0: was like Prapa, and it was I, yeah. he was uh, Albert too. And Albert. Oh yeah, that's true. And Albert.
3: Um, but I had a a Mr. Beer kit.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people have started. that, that some, one of my
3: friends <laughs> from in the states had given me one of my birthdays when I was still up there. So I, I had it in my stuff from storage, you know, I just packed it away. So when I came down here, I was like, hey, Oh, it was, was really old. <laughs> And I said, hey, uh, I have this this beer kit. We should try to use it. You know, it was bad. Yeah. It, it, it was undrinkable. Yeah, not even. a Is little. Was it bit.
2: like the same ingredients that came in the package? Yeah, we, we used everything. So it was stowed away for a while. Yeah. And so you had hops that were like, like what dude was what it was it was it, was, it, was, it, was, it was yeah what style something like that no pale ale was pale like ale oh man not a very forgiving style classic. if it's old. that's <laughs> why then it
1: wasn't your brewing skills it was the
2: ingredients
1: yeah <laughs> so, <Sure>. suppose it <laughs>
4: was that, a pale but tasted like a sour ale hopefully it tasted that good Belgian
3: but yeah pretty much that's that's how it started and we our next jump up from there which is we we got a little kettle which was uh to make tamales
2: okay yeah one of
3: those we modified one that's made out of aluminum probably not the best brewing equipment We were, but uh it worked and so we made some of our first beers and then we roped we roped vivian in into the he started hanging out with us and drinking beers and brewing and uh and we roped him in
2: okay
3: and then uh yeah so that's that's pretty much how so was it, it basically
2: like there weren't a lot of breweries down here at that point, and so you, yeah. it was like if no. you wanted
3: good beer, you had to make it yourself. Yeah, basically that's what that's why we that's why we started doing it. There was only one tap. Room. Yeah, there was a, the Silver City. Really? one tap room and then the bottle shop, which yeah. is pretty much where where the people here got all their craft beer experience from. Okay,
1: wait, where's the bottle
3: shop? It was is around the corner here. It, still it is was, it was, oh yeah, it was, yeah. It now was, the yeah. bottle yeah. shop is money. <laughs> ammonia we have some some uh, random bottles too but there's a, a like bottle bottle shop it's kind of died yeah. out yeah like ammonia yeah, yeah. yeah only only we were learn.
2: coming down from like across the mexicali and we're coming down this way all the other brewers we talked to along the way were like oh when you go to la paz it's black marlin pacific brew and ammonia we yeah. the three that everybody said that's pretty cool everybody said that. that's cool whoever yeah, you okay. were thank you yeah <laughs> <laughs> they mentioned a couple others mm-hmm. a couple people would but Everybody unanimously, unanimously said you, three, you guys. Yeah, pretty cool. So
1: I want to know more about um, you. Head on from Pacific.
0: I was realizing at one point in my life that I was going to be a daddy, so I was trying to find a job because I wasn't. I wasn't even living here on La Paz. I was living in Ensenada. So for all the circumstances, I had to stay on La Paz. which I was what place should be fun to work, you know? Like, and I found a bottle shop, which is. Like I started working there as a waiter, in the beginning, then they put me behind the bar, and that's where all the people just used to get along like all together, like uh, meetings and everything, and and then uh, we met, and um, Jill and I met, and it was like, like he said, like you know how to brew? Well, I don't know, and you don't know. We tried to read a lot and just doing the first batches. At some point, I had to separate. Be separated of the black marlin, because I had to find a different job to get more income for my family, you know. And that's when I met Adam, which is my partner on Pacific Crew. And he was like, "Hey, dude, do you know how to make beer?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, I know. Of course, I know how to make beer." (laughs) And I was like, "Oh, what about if I, if I bought a a tiny kettle of uh, five gallons of it, you can just brew beer, and every time that I come to La Paz, they have something to drink." And I was like,
1: "Yeah, sure,
2: that's nice."
0: And so you were a private brewer. Yeah, yeah, and and actually uh, the the first thing they always helped us was the COVID to be honest, because we were like a like a underground spot to buy beer. Right. And yeah, for COVID. yeah and and my house was actually yeah, well, yeah. on yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and it was pretty funny because we didn't know what we're doing. I wasn't even know what I was doing. I'm, I'm still down. Yeah, I'm still down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like brewing is like medicine you know like you always have to read and be like updated like every day but, but yeah so we realized that we were doing something different and you're like oh what about if we're just trying to buy more equipment and while we were buying more equipment we were just getting more people interested interested on the beer. so we rented the place that we are right now and unfortunately, we got the doors of the taproom closed for three years. We only had the production here for, yeah, three years. So we took a lot of time to open the taproom. Actually, the taproom is only five months. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But the brewery is three years. So yeah, it was it was a challenge. Cause we got money, and we have to put the money into another things. And like, all right, let's just try to build a table. All right, we build a table and oh, we need we need grain, we need blah blah, blah 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 blah. All right, we're gonna wait a little two months more and all right, let's the do floor. the board, <laughs> the floor. And it's pretty and it's pretty cool. The the three of us are always together because actually Vivian built the, the, the tap room. Oh, you
1: built yeah. the tap room?
3: Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's okay.
0: beautiful too. Yeah, <laughs> he's an architect. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of yeah. like like we like we said like we are the same different brewery, you know. Right.
4: Okay. <laughs> Basically.
0: Yeah.
1: I can <laughs>
2: tell yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, But when we run out of malt or grains and hops, like, hey dude, can you help me with something? Like, yeah, I got this. And I got that, it happens and very it. often. Yeah. Yeah. Well yeah. so it's kinda of, kinda of difficult to bring all the ingredients here, yep. but but it's we're trying to manage our ways.
2: Can you are you guys able to work together and like order supplies together so that you can at least you know, at least save on shipping a little bit or something. Yeah, we, we, so we you try, try to, do yeah, to do that.
3: that. That happens not as probably not as often as we would like, but uh, when when the starts online, you know, we we do that. Right. Um, we try to do that with the rest of the brewing community too, because there's there's a, quite a few members. Yeah. Uh, in our like brewing association or club or whatever you yeah, want to yeah, call yeah. it that yeah. we have we have uh, it's it's el club de cerveceros caseros. De La Paz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, it's, yeah, yeah. but it's, it's But it's, it's, it's turning into, you know, they're trying to make it an, some type of association because here in, in the s- southern part of Baja, we don't, we don't have that. It's not like up north where it's, it's very established. Mm-hmm.
1: Can you yes. tell us more about like the ingredients and how you get them and the difficulty of it? Because it sounds to me like in the States, it's very similar. A lot of small breweries, nano breweries will mm-hmm. struggle trying to open, they have the same kind of stories where like, mm-hmm. they think they're going to open and then they have to still build things mm-hmm. and then something else comes up and they have to deal with that and then they also support each other. But like, I know that the ingredients it's probably a little bit more difficult here. Yeah, we're,
3: we're like the like the hop narcos.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, no, that's no, no, no
2: New. But, uh, New uh, <laughs> well, we, we we're <laughs> kind yeah, of so were
0: kinda like an island, do yeah,
3: yeah, but it's well, even yeah. though we're we're connected, sometimes it's I mean, it's it's incredible how difficult it is to get things all the way down here. Mm-hmm. Even though we're in the oh, same right. same you just drive it down, but it doesn't happen like that. Sometimes it's much easier to get stuff from the mainland mm-hmm. um, than from Tijuana, which is just up up there.
2: Right, because just come yeah. This yeah, yeah, for sure, so but, but so it doesn't chip, happen. Or sometimes things go, inversely.
3: things go to the mainland first, and then they come here. Okay. So, mm-hmm. so. Um. but yeah, the hops. I mean, for us, uh, I think, I think these these guys like Iram, I think uh, you guys have a pretty solid shipping uh, yeah, company. company. It's, no, it's, it's it's it. pricey, so. <laughs>
0: Well, like 35 percent. Yeah, we it at 35 percent. More. Of, yeah, more. Yes. Um, we got. We send the. We ordered the hops from Yakima,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and and they send them to. A, uh, and they send it called ACV. It's, it's kind of like a broker,
3: Yeah, it's like a third party yeah. like importation
0: kind of thing. And, yeah. yeah, and and they charge us at 30 percent of the product that we buy it up. So yeah. it's it's expensive. Bye. We
3: are sure that we got the hops yeah. fresh, you know, like and, and, it's, and it's getting here quicker quicker. Quicker. Mm-hmm. quickly, and, quickly. And, and you know they they can that system is a lot more predictable, so it's something that you definitely have to pay for if you want hops um, in a more timely manner. Uh, we, we have one of our friends who sends us hops when when he can, so he uh, he works he lives in Tijuana and then works stateside. And so when he can we send stuff to his parents house in chula vista and then and then he sends us the hops but sometimes you know things don't coordinate well and we'll send the hops and say hey man can you uh we can send a package there can you can you cross it over oh man i'm, I'm out of town I'm in arizona i'm like oh. yeah. and then and then we miss a week or two weeks you know i mean so it definitely puts a dent in our in our production and, and definitely our, our scheduling so sometimes because we're small, you know, we're all mm. we're all we have tiny brew houses, and yeah. and uh, and the demand is right now is relatively high, you know, thank God. But it's,
4: uh, especially for the, the lime beers, I mean, mm-hmm. because when we don't have like enough ingredients, like some kind of hops or something. Experiment coming, basically. experiment. experiment yeah. Of beer, right? yeah. Experiment yeah. beer coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that, that's one of the good things. but always we we try to to yeah, keep like uh, brewing together. every day or or every week. But sometimes it's like, oh man, we don't have enough hops for for this beer. Okay, let's try something new. Yeah. yeah.
3: Which yeah. is not which is nice too. I mean, we've made we've we've have a lot of uh, solid recipes because of that. Um, just from from the need to have to experiment like
2: Well, and that's a great thing coming from like a homebrewer background and brewing on a small system is uh, yeah even though you can't get everything you want all the times, but you can shift really easy because yeah it's like okay, I've got this grain, I've got these hops, I've got this yeast. Let's see. What does that mean? Well, I don't know, but it, let's see. What, as long yeah, as it's yeah. made whatever well, everything
3: on the blender, in there. <laughs> as, long as, as long
2: as you're good in your process, it's gonna be craft nice beer. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're
3: we're definitely not trying to adjust, you know, 15, 20, 30 BBL, uh, you know, recipes. It's yeah. you know, we can, or if something is missing, you know, hey man, do you have this? Yeah, sure, man. Come okay. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well,
2: and it's not like you need twenty pounds of a hop, you know. Yeah.
3: Yeah,
0: no, that's that's. That's kind of like things that we are like to do, you know. Like once you have a tap you are able to do whatever you want to show the people, you know. Like and also you got the beers always you are gonna have. Yeah. You right. know, because you got the main like Vivian said, you got the main wine beers, but the experimental ones that people got, I got, they got real excited about. Yeah. Like oh, what you guys have new or something like that.
1: Did you know going into this that it was gonna be hard getting the ingredients and all that? And no. if you did, okay. So then, <laughs> okay. Right, cool. Because my you next question. I'm gonna get online and order, and it's gonna. <laughs> go. No. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna be like, well, why would you do that then? Why wouldn't you just open up another business? Why a brewery? Yeah, we, we didn't I know it. Because
3: <laughs> <laughs> they wanted good <laughs> beer. But that's inspiration for those okay. that you Wait. don't
1: know something you and you are want it and you can still like. Do it. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of what I'm always looking for in like our podcast episode is like why do you do it? What's the passion for it? And why do you work so hard to do something? <laughs> oh yeah. Because you do. It's just yeah. all you love. Yeah, yeah.
3: It's 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 tough. I mean, we're we're definitely in a different. Uh, you know, obviously the economy is different, but it's not like I don't think you know any of us are just gonna be like, hey, go well, here's the business plan for the bank and hopefully get a loan. It's like it's not exactly. the same. You know, like. Like listening to, um, to other podcasts, you know, and, and from from big brewers, and they're like, hey, well, whatever you think it's going to cost, if you think it's going to cost a million dollars, triple it. i like, <laughs> <Yeah>. like, whoa, <laughs> I, yeah. I, would, yeah. Yeah. I, I wish I would have known that my, you know, my my 100 liter system, I, I needed to triple the cost. <laughs> like, so yeah. that
2: that makes me think of some. Um, a few years ago, we were in Ensenada and we did a podcast with uh, Buck.
1: I think
2: it's Paco from Canaria Cerveza, Canaria And, you know, he had his brewery fun- up and functioning and tap room, but he also had attached to that building more building that was like half built, and it was like just sitting there half built. And we're like, well, what's going on here? Did you run out of money? He's like, no, we just build as we can. He's like, you just... It's not. This isn't the United States, and this yeah, isn't, you know, France. This isn't mm-hmm. a big country like that. So he's, he's like, you build as you can, and he said that he called it. He stole it from Anthony Bourdain. Called it a hope antenna. <laughs> the rebar that's sticking up the like. Yeah, like, yeah you build and you get halfway there, and, and you, and you just, build more when you can. It's your hope that you'll keep building to it, adding to it as you can. I think that's yeah, great. Yeah, I mean so, that's that's a huge part of it. I think a lot
3: of the growth, at least for the local brewers, is is very organic it doesn't you know there's very few like we there's there's another brewery in Cabo that just popped up that you know seems to have some good funding and they have a, a big brew house it looks kind of Sierra no no uh, fat tuna fat tuna fat, fat tuna I mean I we, we we've never tried their beers and no, 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 you no, know no. we hope too soon but I mean yeah. they it looks like you know they probably at least have a 10-15 BBL brew house which is yeah. you As know f- for, for us yeah. here that's big yeah I mean in the yeah. States you can go on like every corner almost and, and there's yeah. that's the guy's brewery for his brew pub, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, ten to fifteen, or 15 or is pretty or good size. Or his pilot station.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Oh for brewing experiment. Wow. Wow. Yeah.
4: Is it is a pilot station of the pilot station. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so who do you guys brew for here? Do you brew for local drinkers or tourists or yourself?
0: Well, how do you define
2: who you brew for?
0: It's pretty, it's pretty interesting actually, because at the beginning of we were, we were, we had, a, we had an idea like we, were trying to brew beer for people who knows about beer, they can appreciate the beer, but uh, luckily for the now years, uh, there's a lot of locals to get interested in it. Like, what is that? Like, what is a, I don't know, an IPA? So you are, you have the time to explain them what's an IPA and uh, what, what kind of hops they have like. All right, just give me the lightest one you have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, we got the hell of me the lager. And what we're drinking at some point, they're just upgrading their taste, something like that. I don't know how to explain it, but it's like mm-hmm. they're asking for something different, and that's when that's when I say like they're always asking for what you got new on top, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, all the locals we got uh, our clients like the the usual typical clients always showing up at the bar, and they're always asking for something new, you know, yeah, yeah. and for example the people, the, the tourists they come up just once and they see something, they liked it and they come back and they got excited go because like, oh you got something different now like yeah, yeah. always surprising people, yeah, <laughs> yeah
4: but a great thing, uh, uh, I think here uh, I mean, La Paz it, it's, it's funny because always the new the new people come to the to the tavern or something like that always ask for the Strongest beer. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What do you have? What is That's your strongest beer? Uh, I don't know, man. Like, tripel is the uh, uh, it. <laughs> it, yeah. uh, for, for them. It's like like a challenge. Ooh. They have to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I I know, it's pretty agree.
0: interesting. Why the? For example, there's a lot of locals who think the darker beers are stronger than lighter ones. Mm-hmm. Like for example, we got a, a Belgium tripel, which is like light. Yeah, are like no, it doesn't have 11% on it. Like, <laughs> you wanna try?
4: It? <laughs> so yeah, yeah it's not 10%. Taste like, yeah. It tastes like a, a lot of uh, notes, like Belgian beer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. Okay, right. do you That's
1: sell do you sell that Chappelle in a plain glass or a smaller glass?
4: Now we give it on the pine.
1: Oh see that's yeah. in the states. Yeah. We now, do not but, get a chapelle in <laughs> so We yeah, got, we got to have, they have more, we have more yeah. regulations
3: than we do. Yeah, yeah. we do. But
1: I think a lot of, I don't think that's a regulation per se unless you're in a different state. Like some states are yeah, Utah. That. It, Utah's like Utah's Yeah,
3: Utah, you can't. But here's the thing. I think they can. It's weird. yeah. That, I don't even want to get into it. It doesn't, it doesn't make it's sense. Stupid. The states are it different. It, it, yeah, it, it doesn't By make state, sense.
2: Yeah. Like California is different than Montana yeah. is different than Colorado. And Utah
1: yeah. is just ridiculous.
4: Well, here, <laughs> I, I think here <laughs> it's more. Uh, I recommend <laughs> maybe just uh, drink like a 5 ounces at time, maybe, I don't know, <laughs> some, maybe we, or, we tell people. We I mean, like hey, but now give me the full pint. Yeah, it's like <laughs> hey, you're insulting me. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Especially for example, for example, the the. The last December, no, I said we, we had a like a 11% stout and was it's like a peanut people. butter stout, mm-hmm. the cinnamon dessert, roll stout, the cinnamon roll. Cin- yeah. Um, One of our friends got not. Yeah, <laughs> but you you don't uh, taste the, the, the 10 or 11%. It's like a, oh, it taste sweet like a cinnamon roll. It's like dessert stout, but the people uh, trust ah, uh, it's it it it's sweet. It's it's funny, but one after the, the 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 first time uh maybe they fuck up <laughs> yeah <laughs> basically yeah especially if the, the 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 people uh it's not the first time but they are not involved around the the craft beer mm-hmm. culture mm-hmm. basically yeah
3: and what well. he had a very good point and not necessarily just pertaining to craft beer in general but just beer in general um I think as Mexicanos that they're used to drinking only lagers, which are more like a, like German style lagers. Is the mm-hmm. influence, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a lot of That's German more. influence
4: and here in Mexico. Yeah.
3: But they when they see, they just know how to distinguish between colors. Yeah. Right. Right. So they're, they're and, and nothing wrong with that. You know, nobody's told them, hey, yeah. this is different because of this and right. this dark that they just know it's a so lighter or dark yeah and they and think that the dark, the dark is, one because is, of the taste they associate it with more yeah, alcohol right, right. so it's so stronger flavor so yeah, so they yeah. see a pitch black like stout I mean, it could have five <laughs> yeah. percent but yeah. they say oh man no I don't want anything to it's like a motor oil right a, it's the same thing
1: I think anywhere you go with that if you're not if you don't know the beers you mm. don't know that it's like that because yeah. beer for yeah, a long time is just this light yeah. drinking like a lawnmower yeah. beer
3: mm-hmm. yeah. is what we call it. It's just
0: like mm-hmm. something you can just guzzle down and drink the next one. Yeah, yeah it's a good, pretty boat beer. It's pretty <laughs> funny oh, for yeah. example, for example my dad, he's, he's in love of the Bohemia. Oh yeah? Yeah, and like, oh, give me something that tastes like that. No, I got something better, I don't care, just give me something that tastes like that. Yeah. yeah. But like, okay. that. you got too many different kinds of salads. Eating did me. Maybe something just like
2: that. <laughs> that's boy, your dad. Well, he has many styles. Let so me yeah, go to yeah, buy some bohemian. Before,
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's my point. <laughs> <laughs> like, <do something laughs> what, what is right. me? Like a dunkel? Uh, right. It's like a Vienna. It uh, right. Oh yeah, bohemian. Not your bohemian. The Santa Barbara. The bohemian. The Santa Barbara.
2: Yeah, and the Christmas spheres. The is the bohemian. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, Michelle, off Mike, you were talking about how you have many business endeavors and not just a brewery. Can you tell us more about that? Because I am always intrigued by. How brewers, brewery owners, and brewers and all that kind of really make a living, and oftentimes they have more than one job. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they make
3: really, tough real, really dumb decisions. <laughs> 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 now, um, yeah, so let's get into that a little bit. So, like when I came down here, I mean, I've I've liked the beer, but when I was stateside, so I was you, you guess I could say I was a pretty high-level athlete, like competing in CrossFit. I was a coach, and uh, in my full-time job, I, I worked for Hyundai Engineering. Um, as a ride-and-handling and evaluation technician, um, which means I work on prototype cars. So I did that for a while. And in my spare time, I competed, and I trained, and I coached in, in competitive CrossFit and just, uh, you know, everyday gym goers. And so when I came down here, uh, I, that's what I did. I opened a gym. Mm-hmm. So I opened a gym, and it was all yeah. private training at first, and then got into group classes, and then got into the beer stuff, and, and, um, and also a little, the little poke restaurant that we have now. Um, the beer hobby turned into, you know, a, a slightly bigger project, and then um, the poke, Vivian actually helped us with with the start of the poke, the start of the construction. But we were sort of at a turning point where, okay, well the gym needed needed to expand, or I invest more money into the poke and still not really finish and be able to open it, and because I didn't, we, you know, we didn't have any funding. It was just all, you know, right. us. Um, my, my girlfriend and I, and so when we started doing the Poke project, it was a, sort of a, you know, hey, uh, well, it could be cool, like, let's, let's try it, you know. Having I mean, no idea, how, you know, what it takes to have a small restaurant or any of this stuff. It's just like the only thing I know is like fitness and cars, right? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: so so it's like, hey, well,
3: let's, let's do a little restaurant, like yeah, we were we were doing we were slinging Poke bowls like every other Saturday, just just to friends and stuff. And, um, and so we were like, hey, well, let's, let's try a little spot. You know, we had a little unit where the poke is now. And he helped us with the, with the start of the construction. But once we got into it, we are like, whoa, uh, we're out of money. Like, <laughs> we're out of money. And the gym needs to grow. So it's the one or the other. And the gym is what actually pays the bills right now. So let's grow the gym. So we moved the gym into a warehouse, um, a bigger warehouse. And we started, you know, growing the gym. And then COVID hit. Uh, when COVID hit, we started we started making a ton of beer. It t- case t- you can yeah, yeah, man. Like, 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 kind of. Yeah, it helped with the depression. Kind of touching back on like what Edum said is like, you know, we I think for probably for, for both of us or many many of us in, in you know in the craft beer community, COVID was was great because uh, the the big breweries the macro breweries here they stopped selling beer. Mm. There were it was, there was a big issue like there was people literally smug, smuggling beer it turned into like something kind of heavy because oh, really? there was no alcohol wow. and like it or not people drink here and they drink a lot yeah. yeah and so it we got a whole a whole new like influx of, of curious people that are trying to drink beer and maybe trying to get a little tipsy maybe um, you know however they can get it really you know they were trying to hey what am I gonna do well, I'm stuck at home I don't have any beer like well, hey, let's try the craft beer. Yeah. Yeah. And hey, what about the IPA? It's bitter. Well, yeah, but it's got six percent. It'll do the job. <laughs> yeah. We got seven so percent. a lot to be known. Yeah. Quicker than that And so we, we got a lot like a of uh, yeah, <laughs> a lot of pretty low clients from from the pandemic.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. And so that's you know when when things got started, kind of rolling, in and you know the gym was able to to I was paying I paid like half a year rent with like no income from the gym. Oof. So we were like thinking back on it now i'm like if i would have been smart you know from a business standpoint i probably would have shut the gym down you know yeah. just called it quits but now because some you know people don't know how to quit sometimes <laughs>
2: yeah. well and it was your source of income yeah. so you're thinking so. you know and we all went into this covid 2020 stuff thinking it's going to be a few weeks or something right maybe yeah and then so. it's like a year later, and then a year later, you you're just like, you. whoa! Yeah. When is yeah. this gonna? Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: So but that's that's how that's kind of how it went. I mean.
1: So now, are you, like, is it starting to be like, the, do you like all three of them? You The brewery, the poke, and the gym? Yeah, I,
3: I there's not you enough know? hours in the day right now. So I mean, yeah. I, I do like all of it, but I I have to learn to delegate, and it's tough. Uh, in in the fitness community, I mean, you can, but you know, you have a sort of sense of pride when when uh to say ego, but you just you know you take care of your little baby like especially all the people in the gym. So it's hard to hand it off to somebody else. Yeah. Like it's hard to like get the other random coach in and hey, are you gonna take care of my people like the way that I do? You know? mm-hmm. So that's kind of tough because I know I'm at a point where I have to spend more time in the brewery, spend more time in the in the in the poke restaurant and and you know he's got his his full time job. He's an architect. Mm-hmm. He, he uh, he's an incredible designer. He makes renders like. So we're we're all sort of trying to get stretched, you know, yeah. and then every direction.
1: Family as well.
3: And that too. So yeah. I don't I don't I don't I got three dogs. I don't have any kids yet. But my and my girlfriend is super supportive of everything, yeah. and um, and she keeps me together. How <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, no, just uh, I don't have a girlfriend and kids
4: right now but basically I you know. I have a niece oh. it's, it's, uh, I, I have a, a, a niece basically yeah, she is my like uh, my daughter but uh-huh. um, now basically this is a problem for us uh, Maybe uh, we try this year to, to spend more time in the, in the brewery obviously to, to grow up the bills or, or the 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 money entrance for us is for the gym and the pocket is for the architects uh, stuff I mean so right now the, the, the brewery is a baby so it's growing but it's not like we can uh, like outlive uh,
3: can't quit from, our jobs yeah yet. basically or who knows you know maybe that's, well, we don't what, know. Maybe that's exactly. what it might take is really just let scrapping everything else and just strapping down but
1: scary decision though Yeah, not
4: really not not scary but because this is the goal basically this is the goal but i mean we try to to keep like a and build like a like a solid base i Mm -hmm. mean Uh, i think now we know we know a little
3: bit more too i think we know what it what it takes and we have some more experience on like equipment costs and logistics and things it's like it's like, hey, let's get the 10 BBL system. Like, even if we like, you know, gathered the money together, it's not just the new brew house. Now, logistically, looking at permits and then the city and this and time and downtime and and uh, construction costs and and getting a facility ready for a 10 BBL brew house is like.
2: Wow. Yeah, you have to have the infrastructure. Yeah. Cause that- I mean, people probably know it takes a lot of water. It takes a lot yeah, of yeah. power you it have power. To make. It takes a lot of sewage lot of so drainage. Yeah, you got
3: a side and hustle like, a water treatment plant basically yeah, here. Yeah. I mean, because
0: we don't have like yeah, a ton no, of water. We
3: don't have right. a ton of water, right. and we don't right. have the best water. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. it's really well, they, hard water, and they, and
2: mm-hmm. even in certain places in the states, you know, yeah. especially if you're getting to be a bigger brewery like like Oscar Blues in the United States, mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. they went to North Carolina, they had to build their own water treatment facility to be able to operate there because the town couldn't handle
1: it. But you it. know, because that's cheap. Yeah. <laughs> <Not> cheap. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I don't, I don't, they're playing on a
3: <laughs> big yeah. scale. Yeah. But. I don't know if you guys are familiar with, with how the water, like if you want clean water mm-hmm. here. You have to go to a uh, purificadora. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah, you can um, just get it piped to your I house. I mean, you know? can put filters in your house and have right. an RO system and everything, right. but the majority of people, you know, they they have the, the garrafones, the jugs, you know, exactly. the, the, the 19 like, liter.
2: like in the States, we see, like in an office, you but see you don't the five-gallon yeah, jugs. In the stuff. States, you can get it from your tap. Can right. from, yeah, you can drink it from cut the, cut tap, the tap, yeah. Usually. So
1: when you brew the beer, you have to like how
3: do you, yeah. do you get the water so, so we, we filter we filter okay. yeah, but it's like really a, slow like our system now is really slow
4: yeah it's more like a, for home it, it's a it's it's a home system a it's not for for uh, brewery mm-hmm. <laughs> but we, we have to spend like a I don't know like a day to to get enough water for for make a, a small batch or something
3: like yeah that. So yeah. if, if you want to make a bigger brewery, you have to make one of these purificadoras, basically. Yeah. Which is like, I mean, if you wanted to double down, it's, it would be another side business for you. Mm-hmm. You know, right. so you're making a, like a, you know, a, a water filtering, you know, plant awesome. for the brewery. <laughs> In order to that have is. yeah more yeah, space people. for the
1: people who come here and drink um, you know craft beer, you better appreciate the work that goes into it. Oh, it's yeah, okay. it's
3: it's expensive, and yeah. that's that's actually a really great topic because uh, I mean, I don't usually say anything, but sometimes I'll, I'll hear the, you know people visiting foreigners. oh, well, the, the beer, got like, golly, gringo prices, and stuff, like, man, if you knew what we go through. <laughs> you know, and I think right now it's a little bit, it's probably up to par just because of the dollar exchanges, and, you know, because it's dropped, like, three or four pesos, but normally, like, I think average price is probably five dollars for a pint, or six. Right now it's closer to seven, maybe eight, because of the dollar exchanges, but things don't, like, things don't they don't get any better for us like hops keep going up in price mm-hmm. um the guys bring the hops here from the bigger accounts they you know they keep shooting the price up and like at a, at one point when the dollar was high like just to give you a comparison like we we could get a bag of like some you know select hops that we use and from yakima valley it's 20 dollars and we're paying 50 for it here yeah so it's uh it, it can get tough. Right yeah. now we're a little bit of a benefit because the dollar is a, a little bit lower right, it for little for, little for some things. But at the end of the day it ends up breaking even, and we're still, you know, paying a, a pretty penny to make beer. But hey, man, is what it is. It's yeah. good money. Money. I keep moving. And, and even in the states, we're right. used to that it's too. The the prices yeah. have gone up there.
2: I mean, yeah. A pint is not five or six dollars in the states anymore. It's seven, eight, eight, nine, eight nine dollars. dollars. Nine. Sometimes. Yeah.
4: Depending yeah. where you are too. Right? Yeah. I hope was yeah, it was incredible for 9 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's
1: crazy. So, Hedan, how about you? Do you like family or do you have other business endeavors that you want to get into? Or, like, well,
0: right now, yeah, I have a daughter and I have my lady with me. Mm-hmm. But uh, business, well, to be honest, it's just a worry for the moment. I used to Smart I used to man. do a lot of
3: uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to I used to I used to do a lot of skateboarding when I was younger. That's hence the skateboard you We'll take a few. really this guy was really good man. He's like it's semi cool. pro like pro. There's
1: yeah, like, yeah. yeah. skateboard lamps
2: on the wall like the lamps you turn yeah. up
0: on the lamps. They're so cool. Yeah. Like, Are those your actual skateboards? Yeah, one of them. Yeah, absolutely one in the middle.
2: And he still skateboards. So. Yeah, I'm still skating.
0: But the thing is that I broke my LCL. I got surgery but I propped it again oh. I, I didn't wait that long I got yeah. To feet right in. <laughs> just yeah and, and then there was a part of my life like are you gonna have another surgery spend one more in bed or you gonna be paying attention to what you're doing it's basically the brewery so I put a lot of my time and attention to the brewery for the moment mm-hmm. and, and yeah that's that's basically it before that I was all, well I studied for culinary arts. Okay. So okay. I was just working at a few restaurants, but while I was skating, you know, like as a skateboarding is no lifestyle. Like they you won't be living like wealthy just being a skateboarder. Yeah,
2: it's a you different. Know. You have to be the top. Yeah, different. You, you, to, in you gotta you to be in a Sean yeah. White. Yeah. Cool yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah, and, and, now, and even here it is hotter than Mexico, now. you know. Yeah. Now uh,
3: nowadays in the states you can like, I I, I skateboarded too, you know, and my friends that kept skateboarding, they you know they have. Mm, solid, solid jobs. Yeah, but they, they are now athletes, you know. Yeah, they're they're athletes, but skateboarders are looked at mm. like athletes now. Mm. Yeah. I think mm. when 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 I was skateboarding, you know, you Your were skateboarding, yeah, you yeah, were like a criminal, man. Yeah, Yeah,
2: but now I see Tony Hawk doing like uh, commercials for pain reliever medicine. <laughs> hey, but you know, like, power to yeah, pain. It is, I mean, it is, he he was one of the guys that made skateboarding Becoming. a viable yeah, yeah, living yeah, yeah. for some people yeah it's a very small group of people that can actually mm-hmm. probably make a living off yeah it. and so. probably for a short term yeah 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 you're, yeah, yeah. you're, you're not going to, to go make, to make money like tony hawk till you're 60 years no, old no, no, probably
0: no,
1: no, no. So, before you tore your lcl were you interested were you thinking about full pro or like were was yeah. that your what when it first started was yeah. that your goal
0: yeah when i was a skater in the beginning when I, every young kid always wants to be a pro you know yeah. But then you realize that you get you don't have the opportunity some people have, you know. Like that's why I started culinary arts, because at the beginning of I wanted to have a like a, a Italian Mediterranean restaurant, mm-hmm. but then I just found something called craft beer, and, and I get all my attention into it. <laughs> okay. yeah. Life
1: never goes as you're thinking, nah, right? True, you Not even as you cool. want it, but true that <laughs>
0: But yeah, and in all my time it's on the brewery actually. And the brewery, the tap room, just managing the two places. Well, even if it's the same building, but it's kinda like a different kind of like yeah. just moving. Yeah, everything. Administration. Yeah. But it's it's a hard job. But it's way funny when you have a pine
2: on your hand. You know?
0: <laughs> <Well, laughs> Self medicate.
2: <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Who needs an LCL when you got a... Yeah, prime when you
3: get deer. a printer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I do actually. I do actually. My knee hurts, give me that double IPA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah, that's... And we become lucky, and we put a lot of effort to trying to, to build the place, and and the, the brewery, it's been accepted. All, like like we said before, we got a lot of people always coming in and just asking for what we got, even what's... everything, you know. Like, it, it means a lot, because... Brewing, it's it's kind of like a thing. Well, for me, it's brewing and beer. It's kind of like an instrument to get people together. You know, mm-hmm. like it, it's good. because you can talk, you can laugh. Yeah. But you have to be smart enough to not use it that much, because when problems shows mm-hmm. up, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's that's the thing. You know, like that's what we love about having a bar. Like people showing, get together, partying, laughing. You know, and they got a great smile when they laugh or they got the, they got the shop I don't know how many beers they have but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it. It,
1: that is exactly it yeah. beer is just a medium yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah.
3: community building at the end of the day it yeah. you know, brings people together which is cool
1: and I've said it before too like a lot of I've never seen an industry that has so many people that come together and like help each other besides like the brewery industry everywhere mm-hmm. we've gone all the different countries everywhere it's just that industry is so unique and
0: how people come together and help each other out. Oh, yes, yeah. Well, we were trying to have... Well, the plan is basically to try to put Baja Sur in, to the mark, you know, and yeah. like, being known as a place that you can find craft beer, because even like four years ago, you weren't mm-hmm. able to find anything. Yeah. Well, it's a few places, but... So you,
3: you know, give some credit to Baja Brewing. These guys, Kind of, they, they stuck it out. I think Jordan started in 2009 and um, started brewing beer, in a, you know, at a time when... You know, it's pretty high risk for him, you know, starting a big business and in Cabo, which is more the cost of real estate is much higher and everything and more more tourists. Yeah. And the only place that sold his beer here in La Paz, or one of the, I mean, there's other places, yeah, but that popped no. up. But um, it was Harker Board. You know, they sold the first time I came down, like when Harker Board started kind of opening up and everything. He had a fridge, you know, with two taps on it, and the thing was like the Scorpion, like the black ale yeah, yeah. and a blonde ale, and that was it. And I saw that, and I was like, oh my God, there's craft beer. he's like, <laughs> you know, and and, <laughs>
2: they, yeah,
3: and 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 Brian, you know, Brian Harker, he was like, man, I'm so glad you like it, cause I couldn't even give this stuff away. <laughs> <laughs> you know, giving samples to people and stuff, and he's like, and like really? man, he's like, the locals just don't, they're not having it. Yeah, and then now, and now look at it. Now, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's a force, it. man. He, like, he's, he's got his brewery going, too. The brewery itself is not up and running, mm-hmm. but it, it will be soon. Okay. But it's it's What's there, it's installed. Kind
4: of yeah.
2: So do you guys do a lot of, like, um, educational-type events for locals and stuff? Or, I mean, just for anybody who comes in the tap room, probably. But yeah. to, to educate about craft beer and especially to try and get people who maybe grew up here and grew up with Tecate and Corona and Dos Equis and didn't mm. really know craft beer that much. Well, they, they well,
3: just had a, yeah, we got a, a beer course. They just had a like a like a beer making course. Yeah. yeah
0: like okay. A, like a brewery yeah, beer. That is number 3. You number you 3. Want, yeah, you want to try it. you should try
3: it. Try it. Okay. It's a coffee style. It's a st- it's it's coffee style. Nice. Okay. Yeah, It's pretty solid yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Maybe that's the we cheers with. There you go uh as part of the beer club, I think you were in the first first course, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I wasn't. I didn't participate as an, mm-hmm. an instructor, but um, as part of our beer club, you know, we've had two or three beer beer courses. It's been three, I guess. Okay. Three, yeah. and um, yeah, and this helps to sort of hey, are you interested in making beer? Yeah, sure, cool. Like, come by the beer course and
4: you know, and yeah, invite the people and join right. with invite the club. people and hang out, drink some beers, you know, like, more all right, all the crafting like crafting community concept. building and yeah.
3: they learn and yeah. they have. We leave them with the tools to be able to go, like, you know, if they want make it, make their own beer at home, you know? Well, yeah, it's sort and are going
2: their friends drink yeah. it and try mm-hmm. it, and that kind and of spreads the word about you guys in a way, mm-hmm. too. It helps a lot. You you know, sometimes about sometimes about them them.
0: For sure. we got the, the brewery open when we mm-hmm. brew, like someone wants to show up and wants to learn. Just on in, come on yeah. in and just clean the kettles, please.
4: Right. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> you want to know more about the craft here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is the first thing. Yeah. Clean. First job ever. This, this is everything. 90, yeah. 95% of yeah. time, cleaning. Yeah. 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 Not a glamorous
3: and job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, what, that's what everybody thinks, I think, is that you're going to be just drinking beer all the time and oh, hanging yeah. out. And, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> majority is uh yeah. is and down yeah. Yeah. but
1: haram that's why you're saying like a brewery and a tap room are basically two different businesses mm-hmm. because that tap room is educating people about the beer and mm-hmm. then the brewing is like you know the yeah, the actually life. making the product that's why it's called a factory of. Yeah, yeah. yeah and typically that's what it is mm-hmm. like for us we went to a hop harvest in yakima a few years ago yeah. oh. and oh. for a, when you haven't seen it it's glamorous it looks amazing and you walk in and you smell the hops and they're just like wow oh. And then the, in, at the end of the day, Did it's a, the workers? it's an agricultural like factory. It's a yes. product that yeah, yeah. is constantly we going through these machines that is just really kind of mundane and monotonous and boring. And the workers are like,
3: yeah, yeah again, all again. the bobs. I'm going to smell like hops for a year. smell yeah. off of me. Yeah, the, <laughs> the poor guy's wife, I do know. I smell like smell like the forest.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but you guys also have done some pretty cool stuff here too as a beer community, because as we were coming down, I think it was um, Javier at, at uh, Padre Santos. Uh, yeah, cool, we man. were talking yeah. with him, and he was talking up a little bit about a beer festival you guys had down here in La Paz, ceviche. Oh, yeah. ceviche and services, uh, yeah. which sounds like, if you don't know what ceviche is, Ceviche. 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 You're gonna learn. <laughs>
3: you have my it.
2: It's like, yeah. Yeah. That is a beer festival thing. It is, is. like so cool because there's nothing like that. I mean, there's things like that in the United States, but not ceviche. Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: So that that was the first one, and That's then cool. right after that came the pizza and, in yeah. beer festival. Yeah. Oh, I really? think. Yeah. Like, uh, and b- both tweet. of those. Just and, and they, they crushed
4: two, it two years ago. Uh, yeah, we have like a many many festivals during the year here yeah. in La Paz about
2: 2020,
4: the involved craft beer yeah. uh, 2020, 2020, culture. 2020, yeah. For example, in April we have like a Baja Salt. It's a second edition this year. We have uh, the ceviche um, and beer fest. Uh, in November we have the Pisa and, and yeah. Cheve fest, yeah. but yeah, it means yeah. the beer fest. Yeah. Uh, and we got oh, also we got the Beerfest La Paz. Yeah, Beerfest La, La Paz too. That,
2: that, that was actually the original. Yeah, yeah. this is the first one. On the the no, 2015.
0: What's
4: that? Nico is the guy who makes it.
1: Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, he was talking about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but there's
4: yeah, like, like a five, so. six events during the year about the the big dos Santos. That's probably
2: a good way to educate people, both tourists and locals, about the beer, about the craft beer that's going on here. Yeah, it's very efficient. Yeah, it's
3: it's cool. It's yeah. fun too. To introduce yeah, yeah. just being in the fans is super hard, but fun.
4: Yeah, well, yeah. The, the the first years, uh, for example, in the oh, man, in rough. the visa, the the pizza and, and beer fest, let people, oh where is the strongest beer, okay? Yeah, but yeah. this, this <laughs> the, the, the last year, uh, the second edition, was like, yeah, okay you have this, but the same people the last year like, oh where is the strongest, yeah, this year is more, oh uh, maybe I we'll want to start with learned. this, yeah a little bit. They <laughs> learn quickly, Now
2: know they know finish. Yeah, it. Or, or maybe, <laughs>
4: maybe can I get the, the half pour or something yeah. like that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
3: yeah they know because they're they're learning yeah
1: half course. Mm-hmm.
3: it's a good thing yeah, <laughs> yeah. hey I was, yeah not so much this time sometimes you don't learn Some i'll still show up and like mm, i just chug the first pint awesome. yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm all
1: right i think we need to do a cheers that was, that, was amigos. Amigos. That, was, that was a lot of fun i think that was that started some day drinking too because after <laughs> that because we met those guys early in, well it's about one o'clock and then it started Not this whole bad. spiel of the entire tour of all of La Paz's craft breweries with tap rooms. I'm pretty sure.
2: Yeah, I think that's true. I think we did hit up. Yeah, I think maybe we did hit all their breweries in one day. Yeah, didn't...
1: and if you actually want to know more about mm-hmm. them, we'll link it in the show notes. But we did an article already. Go figure about La Paz Craft Brewery and the travel guide there. So check that out. And we'll be adding to that, too. So if you're heading to La Paz and you know where to go to find the beer... But we'll put that link in the show notes, too. But that was an entirely fun and cool way to kick off our little La Paz Brewery tour that day. Because we went to all of them. I was a little like, whoo at the end. And very tired. <laughs> that
2: was a lot. It was a lot in one day. But it was cool to get their perspective on not just their breweries. And, you know, we got their whole story and everything. Obviously, here on the podcast. But they told us about the other breweries and what was good, what was not so great or what, you know, they steered us right.
1: They steered us right because all the places that we went were all great.
2: Yeah, I think everybody was pretty good. There's a a good solid number of breweries in La Paz that have tap rooms that are are good tap rooms.
1: And if you haven't heard it before from us, remember like breweries in different countries are very different. You have to like find the tap rooms because (laughs) breweries can be like production, production places, but they don't have tap rooms. So if you're looking for a place to go to sit and have a beer and enjoy it, like in the States, like what you're thinking about, then you want to look for more tap rooms.
2: Right. And when you look up a brewery in the States, it almost always has a tap room. But that's not so down here. So, yeah, um, a lot of times the breweries will show up like on Google Maps or something and have hours of operation and all this kind of thing. But they don't have a place you can go and actually sit there and drink beer or even no. buy beer sometimes. No. Like a lot of times they're just supplying restaurants and, and maybe putting some yeah. stuff in stores or things like that.
1: So you can use our guides to, to get you started, but don't be afraid to go off on your own. If you sit there and listen to where everybody's telling you where to mm-hmm. go, you're never going to have this one-off opportunity. Like exactly like what we did in, um, wherever the hell we were at, um, the little brewery in the States. In, um, in Idaho. It was in a house. Yeah. Because we looked for a brewery. True. Breweries in other countries can be anything. They can be an actual warehouse that they're actually producing something like a factory, like a a brewery. Mm -hmm. But it could honestly, in a little country, be somebody's house where you're not going to go knock on their door if it's a house. But if you happen to put yourself in the right place at the right time where someone's coming out and you happen to ask them, is this a brewery? It said it was a brewery on a map. And the guy's like... Well, yeah, it is where I brew, but we don't have a tap room. But hey, like you seem pretty cool and I'd love to share my beer. Come on in. So the whole purpose of what I'm saying is don't go knock on somebody's house saying, hey, are you a brewery? No. (laughs) But if you're not willing to put yourself out there to find something, to look for something that you saw on a map and you're just curious about it, then you're not going to run across these interesting opportunities. Okay, now that we've talked on and on and on and we're actually recording inside, you know, our RV like we usually do on the beach outside of la paz
2: like we usually do like we usually do on the do, beach <laughs> like we usually do
1: on the beach but all of our windows are closed so we can kind of keep it quiet in here and it's very very hot so oh, it's so time are to... trying
2: to call it a call it an end yeah so we can cool off
1: so we can go outside and maybe have our own beer yeah maybe we should go knock on somebody's camper and say hey are you a brewery
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, don't do i'm that. sure that'll work <laughs> I'm sure there's a bunch of those out here
1: although i can say if you ever see us on the road with our big metal box on the back that says Living a Stout Life" with all the stickers yes please knock on our door and say hey is this a brewery we'd love to share a beer with you
2: yeah. and you never know we might have actually been brewing beer at that time i know and speaking we of do once in a while well
1: and speaking of we'd love to share a beer with you you can also buy us a beer that's online there you go that helps keep us podcast going so yeah true that see that was a smooth transition <laughs> all right <laughs> anything else nope i think that's good all right get your ass out there and drink some beer from mexico Real beer from Mexico, craft beer. We're gonna
2: get back to our Baja.
1: Okay. Baja baby. Cheers. Cheers. We'd love to hear from you, so keep the conversation going. Send us a note, share a beer recommendation or two, or just say hey. This stout conversation has been brought to you by livingastoutlife.com, where you can find community and resources for all your craft beer travel and adventure lifestyle needs.